What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Backstage with BU. Today in the show, we have the talented up-and-coming artist, Don Diester out of LA. Don, how are we doing yes, today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, so I know you got a really, you know, really interesting and crazy story um, of how you came up in music. You started out as a West Coast trap producer, and now you're like an indie kind of R&B-based artist. Um, I'm going to let you, uh, you know, take the stage and, you know, tell everyone about your story. Yeah, man. So um, I want to say I've been just in the world of music for probably a little over 10 years now. Let's just say 10 years. Um, I started out just playing around. My, my mom had like this old Dell laptop and, uh, you know, a couple of people that I knew were just like making beats on their computer. I didn't even know that was possible. I thought you had to be in these big, fancy studios. I was probably like in like the 10th grade. I was probably like 15 or so. Um, and yeah, I always looked up to Pharrell. Pharrell's been my inspiration for everything. I got into fashion because of Pharrell. I got into skating because of Pharrell. So it was only, the next thing was music, you know? Right. And um, once I seen it was that easy, it's like, wait, so I can just download some free software and just make hits on the computer. Obviously it wasn't that easy. I was <laughs> terrible at it for like years before I actually was even like decent <laughs> or had any credibility to say I, I make beats, but um. Yeah, so it started with, you know, the learning curve was pretty steep for me. I didn't have any mentors. Um, I didn't have any background in, in any type of music, didn't know any music theory. So it was just a lot of trial and error, a lot of, uh, you know, just learning from people that I was like coming across, um, you know, a lot of uh, YouTube University. You know, I always tell people I graduated from YouTube University and, um, you know, I started off just producing for like once once I got good, obviously, I started just producing for a lot of local artists. I was uh, working with my cousin at the time. He also is a producer. And, um, you know, just just moving through L.A., we would meet a lot of people going to shows, um, being in studio sessions. We would meet artists through other artists and we kind of built a network and community of artists just just through word of mouth. And um yeah, that's where it really, that's where the snowball really started. Just like word of mouth, producing for one artist and another artist hears that beat. It might be like, oh, who produced that? And um, I was just making the sound that was like native to where I was at, you know? So right. I was making like, you know, either, I was either making like straight like LA G-Funk, like Dr. Dre inspired stuff, or I was making like DJ Mustard inspired stuff. Um, very Dom Kennedy chill, laid back types type music. and. Um, while all of this was going on, I was recording my own music, but I wasn't presenting myself as an artist. It was just, you know, a couple of songs here and there. Right. I might do a verse for one of the homies, but it wasn't something that I was really pushing or advertising or putting in the forefront. It was always the production. And it wasn't until I would say like late 2018, early 2019 that I really decided to, you know, put producing for other artists on the back burner and really put my artistry you know, in front of people. For sure. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, so what does your creative process look like when you're making music? You know what? I always start, I always start with chords. So, you know, I'll just, I'll open up FL Studio. That's the software I produce on. Right. And I normally just start with like a really raw instrument, like like keys or um, sometimes I, I play bass or sometimes I just plug up my bass. And um, it's, but it's, it's mainly keys because I feel like for me at least, the core the chord progression really 
tells the story for it for the right. for itself like you know like sure. you know what i'm saying so i always start off with the chords because i i base all of my music off of just like emotion and mood so you know if i start with the chords that kind of gives me a direction of where i'm going to go with the rest of the song and it's all improv i'll just kind of you know free flow and kind of whatever catches my ear i'll build off of that and sure. that kind of that kind of directs the entire song yeah, no, it's super dope. Um, all your all your music is like pretty versatile. Like I was bumping your music in the car, you know, the other day, and then literally just before this interview, I was just chilling in my bed, just like chilling for a quick sec, bumping your music. Like it's all very different, and, I, and that's super dope that you know you start with your chord progressions and having that producer background definitely you know gives you a different take um, on your creative process. You know. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Of course. Um, and like you alluded to before, you said Pharrell, you know, was a big influence for you. What would you say some other, you know, musical influences were or, in, or are, you know, in your life? Um, I would definitely say just being from L.A., DJ Quick. DJ Quick was, um, if you, I could be, I could be completely wrong, but as far as I know, he was one of the, he was one of the first that was really like self-producing, self-writing, and self-engineering his albums. Like, I could be completely, I could be completely wrong, but as far as like, as far as like LA rap, I don't feel like any LA, there wasn't any from, anyone out of LA that was producing, recording, writing and engineering all of their own music. You know, I, I, like I said, I, I could be wrong, but as far as I know, so that's definitely a, a, a big, he's got definitely a big inspiration just as far as like, you know, just being um, a one man band, you know, I, I look at myself as a one man band, I'm doing everything myself and, um, you know, I, I look up to the, you know, the veterans like uh, Quincy Jones, you know, just the way, just the way he puts together albums and um, just his, his ear for, for knowing how to arrange music. I definitely look up to the, to the veterans like them. For sure. Um, and then I, I'm always listening to just like my peers as well, just like newer artists that are, that are, you know, up and coming. Like I'm always just looking for new playlists i listen to the uh, pollen playlist a lot on spotify nice. because they're constantly updating and uh throwing new artists on there that i've never heard of and like that type of stuff just hearing new ideas and hearing things that like maybe i wouldn't have thought of making myself always inspires me to like you know do something eclectic and like creative for sure yeah quincy jones is definitely a legend um i definitely get i definitely hear like you know parts of Quincy and parts of Pharrell like in your music and like the vibe that you kind of bring forth towards your music um and speaking of your music you're dropping a single May 27th uh next Thursday called Trust which is going to be the lead single from your second EP that you're dropping in June uh titled Wish You Well um I had a chance to listen to it and watch the music video I thought it was amazing the music video is super dope um thank you thank yeah, of course man I'm really excited for your fans to hear it and you know your new fans um to hear it as well can you tell us a little bit about what that's about yeah so as far as as far as the song itself it was just kind of a typical day for me you know just playing chords and um it's funny that day i remember specifically that day i was having producers block like i was just playing a bunch of stuff and nothing was really like resonating with me i was like ah and i almost called it a day and then i was like let me try playing one more thing and in the chords for that song was <laughs> the last thing that I played. So if I would have, if I would have just threw in the towel, like literally like a minute earlier, that song would have never came to be. But um, yeah, it was just like a typical day of me playing. And then um, when I played those chords, I immediately got like a specific, I got a, it gave me eighties vibes. Like mm -hmm. some, for some reason, when I played those chords, I just pictured like 
the theme song of like Baywatch, it just like David Hasselhoff like running across the beach like in slow motion. It just gave me it gave me eighties vibes. So I was yeah. like, I'm definitely gonna do like some like vintage sounding drums and um and kind of lean in that direction. Even even like uh even vocally with just how how wide I wanted the um the vocals to sound with as far as like the reverb and how much space it takes in the mix. Like that was all inspired by like 80s music like Phil Collins and um and yeah like the process was really organic it wasn't anything that I really thought like over overthought or anything like that it was really just like putting the bricks you know brick on brick on brick and um it just it just led to where it's at today and I I knew from the jump that like okay this isn't a song that I, I want to just throw out I want to really curate a vibe around it and I feel like in order to do that I need to have like a visual to go with it so um my homie Pastel Poppy he's he's also an artist but he also is a um he's he's a director as well so like we linked up and then he um we kind of you know bounced ideas back and forth and just came up with the concept of uh you know going on some type of road trip with a significant other and then showing like the dualities of like the ups and downs as far as like you know, you have days where it's like everything is like, you know, rainbows and flowers, like your guard is down, everything is smooth. And then the, the next day, those trust issues can come up to where it's like, you know, like now I'm kind of I, I have a, I'll have a wall up and, yeah. you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of like protective of like, you know, my emotions and things and that. So, you know, I feel like that's what we were trying to project in the, uh, in the video. Yeah, for sure. And uh, can anybody can give us any like hints on uh, the EP, or is it all kind of secretive until June? Um, you you mean as far as what, like as far as like the re the release date or the sound of it or the sonics? Like the vibe, like the vibe of, of what's going on with it. Is there like kind of like yeah. a common theme amongst the whole EP, or is it kind of you know, that's kind of what I'm asking. As okay, as far as the theme, I would definitely say. I would definitely say trust is a piece of a of a bigger picture. As right. far as as far as Sonics goes, I would say trust definitely stands out. Trust is definitely. I wouldn't say, oh yeah, if you heard trust, you kind of have an idea of what the whole EP sounds like. I definitely wouldn't say that. Like, it kind of can stand on its own. But as far as like the concept of it, it definitely fits within the concept of that project. And. Um, I feel like I feel like once it's out and everybody hear it, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, I try to I try to keep not a not a really strong theme, but some type of like cohesive themes within my projects. And I feel like this one is probably the most like prominent theme that I've right. applied to a project. Right. And going off the concept of uh, of your new project, can you kind of describe to me the concept of being a pluralist? You know, meaning being a creative in like many different ways. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, I feel like everyone is, everyone is naturally a pluralist, whether they realize it or not. But I do feel like the era that we're in, like social media era, it kind of, it kind of made that more of a common thing. And right. it also opened people's minds to realizing that like, oh, I don't have to just do this. Like, I'm also interested I'm a painter, but I'm also interested in singing. So I'm a, you know what? I'm gonna make songs so that when I post my paintings on social media, my own song can be the backing music to my paintings and things like that. Like, you know, like when I first started out, 
I I thought music was my only interest, but just like through like, you know, like curating my friend circle and, and my tribe, I've realized that like, yo, like I'm really into like fashion and film, you know what I'm saying? So like film is another thing that like, I'm really excited to showcase this year. Like I'm surrounded by like great filmmakers and I really wanted to take the Donald Glover approach and um, really, Everything, every visual that I put out, I really want it to be cinematic and based around some type of uh, some type of scenario. Like, you know, whether it be like a fictional story that I write or it can be based on true events, but I want everything that I put out to be like based on some type of like curated scenario and have it really be, you know, cinematic. You know, I feel like that, to me, that is like my duality, like the music side and then the film and fashion side of things, you know? And I'm, I'm super excited to showcase that because that's something that I've never really like even spoken on. And that's something that people don't even know that I work on behind the scenes a lot. Right. Now, dude, that's super interesting. I honestly didn't even know what that word meant, um, but that's a really cool explanation of it. And it's super dope content. Mm -hmm. Definitely see how like you're a pluralist and how other people can be pluralist without even knowing and then develop into it, um, which I right. think is the dopest thing about, you know, being an artist as well, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so another question I have for you is, you know, what advice would you have for, you know, young artists just starting out? You know, you have an interesting story starting as a producer and moving over to an artist. So, you know, what advice would you give to those kids? Yeah, I got a couple of gems. I would say one thing is you can't, you can't put a time on anything. Don't put a time stamp on as far as like achieving a certain goal. Of course, like you have to be organized and have release dates. That's like obvious. But as far as like you know, like, oh, I want to have this amount of success by this age. Like that, I feel like that cripples a lot of people because it puts an unnecessary amount of pressure, especially when you're, especially when you're really young and everybody wants to be the like young golden child that was like yeah. super successful before the age of this and that. And like the prodigy kid, like, you know, that's like, that's like every like musician's like dream, you know, but yeah you know, it doesn't always happen that way. And when it doesn't happen that way, it doesn't mean it's not going to happen at all for you. So that's definitely mm -hmm. something that I would say, you know, just the concept of like reaching a certain point by a certain age should be completely like, I feel like that should be out altogether because that can, that can really cripple an artist's growth. And um, let's say even if you do set an age and you reach that, you, you get an opportunity to reach that goal by that age, you may not be ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, Jay-Z, if he got the opportunity that he got in his late 20s at tw at 19, 20, 21, it may not have came out the same because he just didn't, like, hone his skills yeah, enough, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Things take time and, like, scenarios like that and, like, stories like that are anomalies and, like, it does, like you said, it doesn't mean the road's over. It's just, like, it could take a little longer. So I definitely agree with, like, putting a time constraint on it is just, like, not the right thing to do. Yeah, 100%. And then another gym that I would have is – um. I would say don't compare your road to anyone else's. Like, you know, it's always yeah. it's always cool to have like a point of reference, you know, but I would I would definitely say don't compare your timeline to someone else's timeline, you know? And it, it, it kind of goes hand in hand with with the other piece of advice that I just said. But um yeah, yeah even even outside of just like accomplishments, like if you're if you're a musician just trying to like find your sound and you're comparing like your sound to someone else's sound. You know, like their vocal, their vocal range and vocal tone and 
and and just the way they think is completely different from sure. from anyone else. So you know, it's kind of it's kind of that's another thing that can really cripple artists is being like too comparative. And um, I feel like everybody you know has went through a phase to where they were unsure and they had some like moments of uncertainty, and they all they could do was like look left and right and try to like compare their road to someone else's. But um, exactly. yeah, I would I would definitely say like try your best not to compare. And um, the last piece of advice I would say is like, limit the amount of advice and opinions you allow to alter your opinions. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like it's like some, someone like me, I'm surrounded by a lot of creatives and every creative has their own way of doing things, including myself. So it's like, if I, if I have a set way of doing something and that works for me, and somebody sees how I'm doing something and they feel like that's wrong. And then they start to give me an opinion on how they would do it. And I changed my method to like adjust to how they would do it. That may not be the right way for me. You know what I'm saying? And I know that sounded, that was like a tongue twist, tongue twister almost, but no, I, I feel definitely, like. Definitely. Cause like, just like you, you know, you want to stay healthy physically and like you have to watch what you put into your body. You also have to watch like exactly. you, know, you put in your mind and like, because if you have these bad opinions or like wrong advice going in your mind, it messes with your subconscious. And like, now you're following things that aren't even true. Exactly. And most of the time people don't need, people don't have bad intentions on the advice that they give you. Right. They're just not, they're just not considering maybe this advice applies to me, but not to that the person yeah, I'm giving exactly. it to, you know? And I would say that's something that has definitely thrown me off a few times, you know, going down my path and on my journey. And you just have to get to a point where you have like full trust in, in your creativity, your, uh, your skill set, um, full, and you also have to have just like full trust in, in knowing that you're going to pick the right people to surround yourself with. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, if you have a, if you have a team around you, you just have to trust like this person is the best. I, I picked the best person for this specific role. You know what I'm saying? It, it all boils down to trust, which is yeah. where the concept of the song, you know, kind of came from. But um, yeah, that's, that's definitely like a big piece of advice is like trust your opinions, trust your ideas, trust, uh, trust the trajectory that you see yourself going in and, you know, just really be mindful with uh, other opinions that you digest because they can really, it can really like taint your vision. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. hundred percent. I love that, man. I agree with everything you just said probably the best advice that we've received on this podcast honestly um is oh, right now for, you Appreciate that. for sure um so to end this podcast um you know we talked about your story and how you came up we've talked about what you're going on what you got going on uh next week dropping trust may 27th and then your ep that you're dropping in june um so the last mm -hmm. question i want to ask you is you know what do your next two to three years look like man i i definitely want to um drop a couple of short films within the next uh, two or three years, some short films, some built around music and some just like some standalone short films that just fully showcase, you know, this is my, my film side. Um, right. You know, obviously I want to put out, yeah, yeah. Obviously I want to put out more projects and um, I'm working on some clothing too. I'm gonna have some clothing yeah. coming out soon. I actually designed this shirt myself. This is, uh, is that yeah, this is, it says older kids only, older kids only. So. Is it like a Flint, one of the Flintstones kids? Yeah, you know what's funny? So this kid is actually the um, mascot 
for the for the brand and then we just did like a a, a flintstones twist so where he put them in like the flintstones yeah, like attire and that's then i awesome. use like the flintstones font yeah so yeah, that's it. it's, it's not even it's not even public yet it's just something that like me and the homies have been wearing right. and once we build like more brand awareness around it we're gonna like you know push it out publicly but that's definitely something that we want to push like more heavier over like the next two years for sure man that all sounds awesome man uh, i want to thank you for coming on the show today uh, guys, definitely check out May 27th, Trust. Um, I've listened to it. It's a great song. I know you guys are going to love it, too. Uh, you guys can follow Don um, on Instagram at, at it's Don Diestro. Is there anything you want to shout out before we uh, end? Um, hey, shout out to you for this dope interview. I love doing interviews. Um, I love when people ask good questions that really, like, force me to, like, dig and give a, sure. a good, thorough response. You know, so shout out to you guys. And, um... Shout out to all the listeners and viewers out there. And yeah, appreciate you guys tuning in. Absolutely, man. All right. Well, talk later, bro. All right. You too, man. Have a good one. Make this look cliche. That's not a life that we portray. Do I move too fast? And I can't slow.